It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to actually connect those dots between the spiritual, the emotional, the intellectual, and the physical part of who we are in life. And I keep saying to everybody that we're exceptionally complicated individuals, human beings, um, and most people don't quite maybe appreciate it as much as I do, having been a therapist for 35 years, because our thoughts create our reality. And we all have a variety of thoughts from time to time. Um, I'm also, you know, telling everybody that we are 95% of the time thinking. So we're in our heads and not in our hearts. And the importance of becoming heart-centered and using your intuition to make your decisions in life is incredibly important. So I want you to um, avail yourself of my website, which is www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. There are 18 pages now of shows there. And um, I think that equates out to about 190, coming up on 200 shows. And of course, I'm also on the major podcast platforms, but not all of the shows are archived on those platforms. So check out the website. On the website, you're going to see a banner that says Boomers Forever Young. And the banner is um, going to take you into their website where there are blogs, there are testimonies, there's videos, and certainly you'll be able to discover some amazing products that might help you stay healthy. So I always talk about two particular tests at the beginning of every show. One of them is your D is in dog three test. The other one is your C-reactive protein test. You do need to know your level of inflammation, which the C-reactive protein test will tell you, and you want that number to be below one. Um, mine is a 0.3, so there's very little inflammation running around in my body, thank goodness. The other one is your D as in dog three test, and that one is going to tell you um, the level of your immunity. And you have to have a high immunity these days to fight off anything. Um, including cancer, um, including viruses like the COVID virus. So uh, you want to make sure that that number is above 70. And again, mine is an 80. And so I'm not particularly concerned about coming down with anything. But people who have died from COVID, typically they were obese in that category. They um, had pre-existing conditions that involved their lungs because COVID is a lung disease by and large. Um, they had cardiovascular issues. And so it's really important to know where your immune function is. Again, you want it above 70. The average person in the United States has it around 35 or 40. So just be aware of that, know those numbers, and do something that will impact getting either your inflammation level down to below one or your immune function up above 70. All right, so I have as a returning guest, um, Patricia Simone, 
and Patricia and I have known each other, I think, about three years now. I think so. Yeah, it's been yeah. quite a while. Yeah, and the show we're going to do today is a lot of fun for both of us, but she is a certified hypnotherapist. She's a Reiki practitioner. She's an intuitive counselor, and she's also an energy healer, which is um, a skill that we both have, and we share that. Uh, she's recently become a bioenergetics coach, and that is really technical as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> but that piece of equipment that you have, mm -hmm. I mean, really looks into health and wellness on a level that most people can't even begin to imagine. Oh, I, I know. It's so amazing. When I uh, brought that, uh, when I first started educating myself, I was amazed and it catered to my love of learning, um, but it's really basically bringing our whole body, mind, and soul together. Together, We yeah. are designed to work as one unit. Uh, we live in a society right now that actually teaches us to live in our head and yes. not our heart <laughs> right. and not trusting ourselves. And that's where a lot of people fall into the stress and fight-or-flight mode. Mm -hmm. When we do a bioenergetic um, scan, which is done by voice, uh, using similar to magnetic resonance technology that you would mm -hmm. see with an MRI. Mm -hmm. And we pick up the frequencies within the body, and then we see what are we dealing with and how is it affecting our body. It's really amazing. amazing. It, it was. I mean, you demonstrated with me, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I was just blown away. Mm -hmm. But um, the other part of that, that that I thought was so cool, because we do talk about you know, this whole vibrational frequencies that we yeah. carry around. And I know a lot of people kind of go, oh, yeah, right, right. Um, yes. But it's so true, and it impacts our chakras as well. Right. And your equipment kind of talks about that because, you know, we, if, if our root chakra is damaged, then the organs there are going oh, to be damaged. Right. If our uh, solar plexus is damaged, which is where our guts are, you know, the small mm -hmm. intestine, large intestine, um, then, yeah, we're going to have problems there. And, mm -hmm. you know, if it's where your third eye is, you know, then you are going to have emotional issues. You know, Absolutely. they're there. Absolutely, and so. tension and migraines and, you mm -hmm. know, all kinds of things. What I love about this is that it gives the person who is so logical that they can't possibly imagine <laughs> <laughs> any right. spirituality whatsoever or any cause and effect on the mind-body relationship. What it really does is it gives them scientific evidence to prove that, and there is, this is all based on science. Yes. So they are now able to, um, have, well, they have equipment now that can measure the frequency of every meridian, which is what we use in Chinese medicine. Sure. But we call it integrators here. Uh, that has its own frequency. What parts talk to each other? How do they communicate? Mm -hmm. And so if you're root chakra is affected, you want to know like where does that colon speak to the rest of my body. Exactly. And so, you know, many of us won't realize that could our kidneys be related to eye problems? Mm -hmm. And so this is quite comprehensive. Mm -hmm. And once a person would take a voice scan, um, they, they would review the results or I'd review the results with them. But it doesn't end there because many times we go to the doctor and they've thrown so much information at us that we can't possibly remember everything. But this is, um, you create your own account and you have access to every piece of information. There are now skin-recommended meditations that mm -hmm. are created now to, to your life journey. Mm 
mm-hmm. and what you're going through, and they're about 15 minutes long, so that was pretty amazing. Um, it's just so much education, exercises, bioenergetic wellness food, you know, how to bring things back into alignment, grounding. So it's not, you know, bioenergetic sounds technical, but actually it's a way of living. Right. And so if we could get back to being humans. You know, the yogis knew about this a long time ago. Yes. And people who do practice either yoga or meditation, you know, they're well aware of all of these connections. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I think, Americans in particular, um, you know, that don't have the dots connected. You know, they, they live a stressful life either in their relationships or with their health or with their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something is not going quite the way ideally it needs to go for them to stay healthy. Right. But they have not figured out those connections yet. Right. And the doctors certainly don't always know that either because they're focused on their specialty. Right. And they want you to feel better. And yes. sometimes feeling better equals take this mm-hmm. medication. <clears throat> right. And so sometimes that works. And other times there are other underlying considerations, Mm -hmm. such as those negative thoughts or self-beliefs that we hold against ourselves, living in fear, which is very common right now. And so, Did you think we would yeah. be here two no. years later? Because I no, sure I, didn't. I definitely did not think. And uh, from what I understand, we're looking for some extended period of time in this in this transition, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. which is what we're going through, transition mm-hmm. um, in everything, in if everything. we want to really yeah. look at it that right. way. And the virus is just really the thing that's caught everybody's attention. Uh, well, for a lot of people, it, it well, unfortunately meant loss, you know, because they lost their jobs or they lost a loved one. Right. But hopefully, they also are losing unhealthy patterns of behavior. Yes. And that loss will be a blessing if they actually lose that because they yeah. will think differently, they will exercise, they will eat differently, they will learn how to handle stress mm-hmm. in a way that is much more beneficial because... Uh, the guest that I had um, on an earlier show, we were talking about, you know, obstacles are not there to hurt us. No. They can be stepping stones to other opportunities, mm-hmm. but you have to look at them differently. So, yes, yeah. it's all perception. And that's all about patterning with the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. What is the way that we view life? Mm-hmm. And has it worked for us up until this point? And for a lot of people, they'd have to say no. (laughs) Right. Suddenly, one day, you're just so unhappy with the way your life has gone, and you really don't know where to start. And not to plug the bioenergetic wellness again, but this program not only talks about the physical, energetic parts of us, but it also talks about what are the emotions we have right now that we're struggling through. And what how are those our, contributing to maybe poor health? Oh, yeah, because it totally... So this is for the people who need science-based information, proof and evidence, all right, for the unseen within mm-hmm, our body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, so this will show us which organs will manage which emotions, which um, things like grief or love and laughter. It's not just about the negative. It's all about the positive, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if we can identify the first thing that's a priority... To make a change, uh-huh. you know, there's a coaching program there too that can help out. But if we can understand what is our biggest struggle in life, and start there, 
Mm-hmm. And that's the part that you're worried about the most or that you fear the most or the biggest obstacle or belief system that you have. It's ready for change. That's why it's such an obstacle. Right, right. It's telling you it's time to go. Right, right. <laughs> and that is kind of what our topic is this morning, too, yes. is, is looking <laughs> at you are facing some major changes. Yes. You've been down here in Florida for five years? It's four years. Four? Yep. Yes, okay. it's just four years. And you're going to be packing up and heading to? Yes, Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> now yes. you have to learn to use their accent properly. Well, because I live not in Minnesota, but I lived in uh, Wisconsin, and we had a lot of people from Minnesota that we interacted mm-hmm. with, and they really do. They they go yeah yeah, uh-huh. and it's Minnesota. <laughs> so I'm not sure that's going to work for me. <laughs> I'm still a New York girl through and through, and um, <laughs> I, I'm still getting compliments on my my accent that it's charming, I was recently told, from somebody who is Scottish, and oh. so I thought his accent was very charming as well. As well. But okay. I, I don't know, there's parts of us that we need to change, and other parts that we are, you know, just not going to give up. Right, so, and that might be one that you don't give up. So I love my New York, <laughs> New York people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, although I'll tell you, you'll have to try some of the things yes. that uh, maybe not accent-wise, but uh, if you haven't had cheese curds before, they're very popular in both Wisconsin and Minnesota. That. I have heard A lot of fish. Fish mm-hmm. fries are still big. There's right. um, a soup that is totally delicious referred to as bouillon. Okay. Uh, and it's like a big vegetable soup, but it's made a little bit differently. So there are some charming aspects of that part of the world. Yes, I am looking forward to some of the changes. Um, recently, I just visited one daughter in New York, and mm-hmm. over the summer I was up in Minnesota and <laughs> visiting my other two daughters who have relocated there. And what I really you know, miss a lot, which I didn't realize until I went back and had it, Mm -hmm. was the quaintness of all the shops, Mm -hmm. the cute little villages where you have a unique variety of shops Mm -hmm. and food places like, you know, and I'm, I'm not insulting Florida, but I miss my Italian markets and I miss my place where you can just go in and, and have so many unique things. We have a lot here to offer in Florida, but, um, that small town cozy feel where you can buy things that are just not always um, beach related for your home decor. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which and <laughs> and here, I guess the best place to go look for that is going to be a thrift store that somebody has actually yes. given the stuff away because yes. they wanted the beach. Right. And you'll find your treasure there. Um, there are some, Tarpon Springs is close to where both mm-hmm. you and I live. Right. And there are some old-fashioned stores, like along Tarpon Avenue. Right. Um, there is a, a butcher shop that has been there for, I think he said 40 years or 45 wow. years. Yeah. And they have different cuts of meat that mm-hmm. you will not see at Publix. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't found him yet, but yeah, I will I'll have look. to introduce you yes. to Yeah. Because he's really quite good. Not that you're going to need any of that when you get to the area of Minnesota <laughs> you're going to, because that is definitely a small town where it's, you're going to live. Well, where I'm going is very, very rural, mm-hmm. and so... Charming, though. I've charming, been there. Charming, yes. And so I'm, you know, in a way I'm looking forward to it because it is very charming. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, I'm thinking... Cold. 
cold and someplace is isolated, you know? Mm. And so... You're maybe an hour or so out of the Minneapolis-St. Paul area? I think it's about 40 minutes or so from where my daughter is. Yeah. One's near Stillwater and the other one's on the other side of... It's Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. um, but she's in the... Um, suburbs. Okay, so, somewhere west, on the yeah. west side of many temples. Yes, just on the west side. Yeah. And so she is um, near one of the 10,000 lakes that I'll be able to visit. Yes, and there are a lot. <laughs> yeah, so you can't remember all the names. But right. but I'm looking forward to some, you know, spending time with my family because, as you know, over the last two years, travel has been very um, challenging mm-hmm. and so even recently, travel is still challenging oh, with all of these airlines. Um, they canceling. don't have enough staff because the uh, pre-pandemic you know, uh, mm-hmm. um, flights, I guess, are back up. The numbers are back up to people wanting right. to fly. Right. And yet they don't have the Pilots staff there. Or, uh, mm-hmm. So I know most recently with American Airlines, they had two runways in Dallas that were actually open right and normally you'd have five you know uh, for okay. American Airlines oh is that why they that, that was the problem mm-hmm. they couldn't get the flights in there mm-hmm. and you know I don't know how many pilots were out because of illness quote-unquote right. but um, the the big thing is if you are a person that's delayed mm-hmm. and even if the pilot or the um, flight attendants or whoever else, you know, they can only work so many hours. Yes. And then they, by mandatory, by law, they have mm-hmm. to be off. And right. so, you know, they just simply did not have enough staff. Right. Yeah, and that's th- that's another thing that concerns me, right? So, Especially my, with a baby on the way. Yeah, especially I'm going to be a grandma. So <laughs> that's my, you know, that's another, that's the biggest um, mm-hmm. reason why I'm going up there. Um, but well, you'll be a part of that child's I life. I want to be a part of that child's life. And mm-hmm. you have really been, you know, although I love Florida, I really do. I'm sad even thinking about leaving. But I'm also sadder that I will not, I'm so far away. Mm-hmm. Do you so, know that's one of the things, and I'm, I know you're aware of this, but that's one of the things that I have found fascinating because mm-hmm. I've been down here 20 years. Yeah. And when we came down, it was, you know, long before retirement. But there were business reasons that made us choose coming to this area of the country. And um, the number of individuals now that are retired at 65, maybe 70, that have developed some health issues, mm-hmm. they're selling and going back north oh. so that they will be near family members right. and can have a quality of life that they wouldn't be able to have by living down here watching their friends die. Yes, well, that's very true as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a you know there is a an age and generational mm-hmm. um, issue here, uh, but I do see that a lot of younger families are moving down with their children, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that. I think this would be a great place to raise your children, getting in tune with nature and learning how to respect the nature. Right? We have so much we can do and see all year long. Right. Not just uh, summer months. I was just, um, this past weekend actually, um, I was in Crystal River, which Mm -hmm. is about an hour and a half from Mm -hmm. where I live. 
And um, it turns out it was perfect timing because the manatees and their babies oh. are beginning to head into the springs there. That's mm-hmm. where they stay warm during the winter months. Mm-hmm. But they close the springs to kayakers on November 15th right. and do not reopen until April 15th to protect them. Right. And so I was able to actually go in with a transparent kayak. Oh, and so I nice. could see there there were early manatees in there with their babies. Oh. So I was able to see these little guys that are, you know, a couple hundred pounds, but yeah. next to their parent who is like 1,500 pounds, it's, it's quite different. Right. But right. I, I think everybody's concerned, and rightfully so, that the grasses that support the manatees, because they eat... Um, I, I don't know how much it's it's, it's a, a, I think, thousands of pounds uh, right they of, have to take in a lot of seagrass mm-hmm. a lot and so well we've been experiencing a very extended uh, red tide season this yes, year yes and so they're worried yeah, they're, they're worried, worried they're going to starve last year mm-hmm. they had 600 and over 650 that starved on the east coast mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. washed into the shore and they were emaciated yeah. and it's just because there was nothing for them to eat Right. Um, so I don't know whether they're going to tell them to come, you know, over to the West Coast <laughs> this year or yes. what. Yeah. But it is a huge concern. And right. the sanctuaries that help take care of them are knowing, you know, that they're going to have more manatees than ever that are going to need their help this year. Right. Yeah, it is sad because this year I feel like the red tide started back at the end of April. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think it's quite finished yet because there are times when I'm walking on the causeway when you can still get just a whiff. A whiff, yeah. Right. It's yeah. it's it's seemingly less. Um, and that's all man-made. I we've, know. We've caused every bit of it. So we did, and so I would love to talk to those people. Yes. Uh, you know, to get this world back, at least you know, stopping the pollution from. We can't keep poisoning the water. And here's another thing that's good about where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you that Wisconsinites and Minnesotans, um, those individuals, more than any other people that I'm aware of in any state, are very land conscious. Mm-hmm. They want to do what's right in terms mm-hmm. of farming and you know ecology, and because they help take care of the eagles. There's mm-hmm. because it is a land of a thousand lakes. They're very aware of the uh, grasses and mm-hmm. the cattails and the fish that are in their water and and just taking care of the land in general. They yeah. they do that. Mm-hmm. I think transplants, especially unfortunately to Florida, um, because we have a lot to offer here in terms of warmer weather and you know it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful. You know yeah, at least in is. places down here. Mm-hmm. So, but I think transplants came with the attitude that, oh, this is a fun place to live, more than they came with, I want to adopt this land and take care of it. I agree. I mean, if we look around Florida, Florida is a tourist state. Mm -hmm. And so every town, and particularly the coast that we live on, is geared for tourism. Yes. And so I recently heard a phrase, Florida locals living like tourists. Oh, really? And I could quite agree with that because uh. if you want to go out for dinner, you have, you know, most places are going to have loud music, mm-hmm. lots of drinking, mm-hmm. lots of early bird specials for you mm-hmm. to take advantage of, and people easily slip into the palm trees equal vacation 
and they adopt the lifestyle of being on a vacation. 12 months out of the year. 12 months out of the year, which actually is a deterioration in your health and well-being. And so you really, they don't really see that because also it's very affordable to have happy hour starting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Mm. right? When Mm -hmm. you have... uh, the early bird specials, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. many people at the retired age are on fixed incomes, and they want to take advantage of those specials. Yes, and so true. yeah, so I mean, so those are some of the pitfalls of moving down here. Um, crowds, but, crowds, yeah, too. and we the crowds. Have, we and have um, the last estimate I heard um, for the area around Tampa Bay, St. Pete is there's a thousand people a day yes. that are moving into the area. And I would mm-hmm. believe it based upon the apartments, these mega apartment oh. complexes that are going up everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Even if you drive up north inland where mm-hmm. I was on that ride up to Crystal River mm-hmm. as well. And actually I was up by Brooksville over the summer. Mm-hmm. They're expecting 30,000 new people to move in within the next year in yeah. homes. Yeah. And so the people who are living there love their country then and they're going to lose it and they're going to lose it, and they're very you know unhappy about that well i was even thinking when i was in the kayak that you know you increase your population base mm-hmm. by the amount of people we're talking about mm-hmm. and they're on it, it's not the kayakers it's not the paddle boarders but the people that are on pontoon boats, the people that are on, you know, jet regular skis boats and, and jet mm-hmm. skis. And motorcycles. They and are endangering, mm-hmm. you know, the fish population, the birds, right. and the manatees, and the dolphins, because the pollutants that go out into the water, and people right. are not careful, and they end up with uh, plastic bottles. Yes. And you and I have both seen, you know, the fact that um, they get that plastic around their necks. A lot of the yes. cormorants do. And yeah, the, and the turtles uh-huh. and dolphins it's even. It's so sad. It is just yeah. so sad. And we're not good stewards of the land, right. you know, and making sure that wherever our footprint is, that it's minimal, you know, that right. we're not destroying something else. Well, I think there's an old saying that says, take only pictures, leave only footprints, mm-hmm. there which is, is very, um, very valuable right now because we are not mindful of what we leave behind. No. And so we may be mindful of what we take away as far as natural things, Mm -hmm. but we certainly are not careful about what's left behind. Right. And living right here on the beaches and causeways, every morning I can tell you I've seen backpacks that were forgotten. Oh, wow. People leaving chairs or coolers or... Just they so get up what and they yeah, yeah. So what do they do? Uh, you know, I mean, is it just like a beach patrol that picks all that up and so, dumps it? Yeah. So there are they do Pinellas County. Uh, they're pretty good about getting down to that beach and cleaning it. But there is a volunteer group called Pinellas County uh, Keep Our County Beautiful, I believe is what it's called. And I have been on a bicycle ride up to Howard Park and Tarpon. One. Saturday morning early enough to see a whole group of people out there cleaning up the beach. Really? Yes. And so then I had seen on the news uh, more information about this um, organization and how they're out every single weekend, just citizens cleaning up the beaches to preserve it. And it's I think it's really becoming very trendy and popular and it shouldn't be just trendy. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we should all be mindful of it so that other people don't need to clean up after us. Right, you right. Know? So I mean, it's it's almost like they 
revert to being children with a parent who's going to, oh, I don't have to do it because somebody else will do it. Yes, yes, exactly. And I think, you know, if we all just did it for ourselves, then this would be such a clean, more beautiful place. Mm -hmm. And so, anyway, these are small steps that we can take on our own, but when done together, will even have a greater impact. Well, like I said, the concern I have is the amount of people moving to the area. Mm -hmm. So you have more people that are coming down here with a different mindset right? where I'm just going to have fun mm-hmm. and I'm not going to think about my impact on the environment. Right. So if everybody that moved down you know, was equally concerned about the ecology of the area mm-hmm. and protecting the species that we have here so that they're not endangered, uh, or they get off the endangered list like the manatees, mm-hmm. you know, that would be great. But that's not where people are coming from. They come in right. and they're bush garden minded, Disney minded, mm-hmm. mar- you know, marine I, land. <laughs> I worked hard all my life. I'm going to party for the last years of my life. Yeah, exactly. Sort of things. At least until I get sick enough that I have to go back north. Right. <laughs> well, I will, I will address this, that the younger generation, the 20s to 30s, even the 35 to 40. I've seen that they are concerned about the earth, primarily because they're going to be here longer than we are. Mm -hmm. And so they're concerned about what kind of natural resources are going to be available to them. The water right now in this last year, we had how many heat domes killing how many tons of sea life, Mm -hmm. not only in Florida, which I think with our red tide, there was something like... In one month, there was like 1.6 tons of dead fish. Dead fish, yeah. And I was down in St. Petersburg, but we had up in Oregon with their heat dome, how many tons. And then Ireland had its own heat dome, and people were dying because they don't have air conditioning. They never needed it there. Exactly. And so they were experiencing temperatures that they've never experienced, at least in our lifetime. Well, even in Portland, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean part of the contiguous United States, but but they mm-hmm. had um, he, record heat, 115, 110 yes. for mm-hmm. days. Right. And they never have heat like that right. in Portland. I know. that's um, So my daughter, who's 25, was very instrumental in bringing awareness to not... I knew about the Florida water mm-hmm. situation, but she highlighted for me what was going on in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I was more concerned about what was happening here. And when you look at the magnitude of the Gulf, let's uh-huh, say, uh-huh. and when these companies have these accidental leaks, yeah. or <laughs> um, they open up the dams uh-huh. and they allow the water to leach out of the lake so that they can stop the lake from being so toxic, right. and it flows out, which was indicated in 2018, right. um, you have to wonder, with the amount of water... I mean, with the amount, yeah, with the amount of water in the Gulf, that this problem persisted from April until now. What and how much of those chemicals were actually in the water? Oh yeah, yeah. and you know that is a really big tell because yeah. I'm concerned know. about people that are swimming, you know, and yes. because I would not. I mean, I will walk along the beach and yeah. have my feet, and mm-hmm. you know, and I'll still be thinking about okay, what kind of chemicals are being leached up through my skin, you know, through my yeah. feet. If it's killing um, the fish, because yeah. it's basically 
robbing the water of oxygen right. and suffocating the fish. Right. They're not getting, but there's also toxicity in the water as well, uh-huh. which we know from this piney point experience. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But. Um, Anyway, so when we look at this, and this is the natural resource that we really need to live. Right. I mean, we need water. Right. And so even when it evaporates, what is it taking up into the air with it? Well, and if it takes it up into the air, it's got to come back down eventually. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that rainwater now has chemicals in it exactly. that's raining down on fields where there's maybe food being produced right. either for animals, mm-hmm. which we will ingest, or right. for vegetation that you know goes into our bread or goes into our bodies into as our bodies. veggies so yes. um yeah it's everywhere it and is. we can all make a little bit of difference if mm-hmm. one person does their part yes and just picking up uh trash you know when you see it if it, right. it doesn't belong to you it doesn't mean you walk past it right. maybe you have a plastic glove that you can reach right. down and you know pick it up mm-hmm. um the other thing that I think is, is incredibly important, um, you know, it's just looking at, you know, you and I are very aware of these vibrational frequencies that we mm-hmm. give off. Right. But if all of us, you know, are doing our part to live a more stress-free life, mm-hmm. then there's less of those negative vibrations that are out right. there affecting the planet and people. Right. And yes, absolutely. I mean, it is all about frequency. And so... If we can think that the earth vibrates, and we know this is true, Mm -hmm. there is the Schumann resonance. So if anyone's interested, they can research that. So S-C-H-U-M-A-N-N. Okay, two ends at the end. Yes. Yeah, everybody go Google that and, uh, you know, read a little bit more. Because I know when people listen to the show, you know, they're learning. They're Mm -hmm. learning different things that they didn't know before. But I'm not sure that as many people actually go then do a little bit of research right. so that they can understand like the HeartMath Institute or the right. Schumann Resonance. Resonance. Right. Okay, so that's kind of important. So it is because Schumann Resonance basically states that the Earth vibrates at on a frequency of 0.8 megahertz. Which is now, why those... Um, what are they called? The because I, I actually have some tuning forks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they all resonate at different megahertz too. Right, but our brain resonates at a point seven five. It is designed to be in tune with the Earth's energy, mm. and so if the Earth's vibration is off, and our brain is kind trying to resonate, come into resonance with the frequency of the Earth, it's going to start to cause chaos within us. And that's probably where we are. (laughs) And that's part of where we are, exactly. (laughs) So a part of the show today, I mean, we're kind of talking about change globally (laughs) because it's the change that we have to enact in order to change the earth and the trajectory that it's going. Right. But then we have personal changes that we're Mm -hmm. making too. And for you, um, going to Minnesota... Mm-hmm. is a big, you know, like oh, change. Yes, that is a tremendous change. Yeah. But we can talk about frequencies mm-hmm. in our own personal relationship because we are on a similar frequency right now. So the see. Earth has the yeah. same resonance as our brain, 0.75? Yeah. So, yeah, 0.8 and then 0.75. Okay. So you can research that and, mm-hmm. you know. That's also um, part of the bioenergetic 
coaching. Um, that's where I first learned about it, and it all makes sense. But I was discussing our frequencies here, and mm-hmm. we're on the same wavelength with mm-hmm. change. Because mm-hmm. I'm not the only one navigating change, am I? Uh, no, <laughs> that's true. I, um, I knew... Uh, okay, so my husband died four years ago, and I and all of the people that listen to the show, they've heard me at one point or another, you know, mention that. Mm-hmm. And like many individuals, I also knew as a bereavement specialist and somebody who specializes in loss, that you don't want to make any changes mm-hmm. immediately, you mm-hmm. know, because that's a knee-jerk reaction. Oh, this is terrible. I've got to leave. Right. Um, so I sat with it. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. going to be over four years, almost four and a half years by the time mm-hmm. I leave here. But in the last year or so, I was feeling more and more compelled to say, it's time. It's mm-hmm. time for me to have a place that is just my place right. and not the place that I shared with my husband for, you know, so many years. Right. So I will be relocating um, south of St. Petersburg mm-hmm. so uh, when I come back and it's it's an ideal location for me because I have a lot of contacts here to not just the podcast guests but a lot of friends over the years mm-hmm. so if they're willing to make a 40-minute drive and mm-hmm. meet me in St. Petersburg for lunch yeah. um, that works I've got to come back for my dentist of mm-hmm. 20 years <laughs> who I would not want to leave and uh, yes. dental work is kind of like okay and I only have my teeth cleaned but just on the outside chance there would be something I don't want somebody else in my mouth um, well, I'll be coming back for the same reason, because I love my <laughs> dentist, and I've already made my next appointment for April. For April? For okay. April, and some doctor's appointments as well, mm-hmm. because when you find those people you know, that yeah. you trust... Right, and they know you, and mm-hmm. you know them, and I think the hardest ones, you're going to go to the guy who has been cutting my hair for 20 years. Oh, yes, this has um, been an ongoing thing, people. So <laughs> if you love him the way I do... Yes. then you may be coming back often for that as it's, well. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, I considered it with my girl in New York because she just got my hair so well. Mm. And she told me, when you come back to visit, I know your hair is going to be all the way down to your knees because <laughs> 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 you're not going to trust anybody. And I have not been uh, fortunate enough to find that person here yet, yeah. but maybe next week. Uh, I will we'll be see. so amazed if you don't just love what he does because... Mm-hmm. He is literally a, um, I'm trying to think how he refers to himself. He's not just a stylist. He only really cuts hair. Mm-hmm. So um, he knows how to do that. Right. And uh, for me, and I have a feeling your hair is very similar to mine, mm-hmm. if you have strong hair, it wants to do its own thing. Mm-hmm. And you have to have somebody who actually understands that to give yes. you a cut where the hair does what you want it to do, not yes. what the hair wants to do. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely it. And so many people have told me since I've moved here in the last four years, well, this is just your hair. It's the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I can tell them that my hair and I have had a very long relationship. <laughs> I know how to work it, and it knows what to do. Yes. And so we work well together when things are done properly. When they're done properly. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, I, so when I hear that, I know I'm not in the right place. And, exactly, because they don't and, understand. Because they don't understand the right. hair, and they right. want to. My last bad challenge, I went to a hairstylist um, in the spring, and... I said I wanted a half an inch removed, 
and she proceeded to cut my hair up to the nape of my neck <gasps> and give me one of these Florida lady short haircuts that look like a bowl and leaning mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what to say. Like, how did that <laughs> equal a half inch? My hair is down to my shoulders. It's still, you know, trying. I'm still trying to find somebody who can get it Mm-hmm. back into the right shape. Oh, so okay. I know it's a trivial problem, but seriously, if you feel like your hair doesn't look good, you can be self-conscious about that all day long mm-hmm. or always fussing with it. Yeah, exactly. And so nobody wants to fuss with their hair. Well, when you're younger, you want your OBGYN to be the person that you really like. Yes. Your hairstylist, your dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, probably mm-hmm. your family physician or whoever yes, you see, yes. I would say. Mm-hmm. But those are just critical people. And mm-hmm. when I moved here, um, because I do everything energetically, mm-hmm. I would drive to several locations where I kind of thought, okay, maybe this person could cut my hair. Mm-hmm. But I sit in the parking lot and I get the vibrations mm-hmm. that are coming and going. Then I go in <clears throat> if I feel good enough to do that. And that's how I found Bill. Right. Is is I had to sit there for a while, and then I went in and met him, and I thought, yes, this is perfect, and he's been with me for 20 years. I did that with my dentist. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think, and women are probably better at it than men, because I know men that go, oh, well, it doesn't make any difference who cuts my hair. I'm like, really? Yes, it does, (laughs) yes. So, yes, that's how I found my dentist was energetically. Uh, You are the second person who's told me about this um, this hairstylist, mm-hmm. but he's I've a precision cutter. Is what precision they cutter. Yes. Yeah, and so my client had told me about him two, three weeks ago, and her hair was beautiful, but she didn't have the type of hair we do. Mm-hmm. So it hopefully shows me his versatility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So anyway, you know, now I'm sure that your your listeners didn't want to hear about our hair. <laughs> Well, I don't know. They, they very well might. But, cause but these, these are real issues. <laughs> they are real issues. And when you are making major changes, mm-hmm. it was a consideration. I, it was like, I could move back to Wisconsin, but I would literally be starting everything all over again, mm-hmm. although I love Wisconsin. Um, if I moved, um, one person had suggested Georgia. I mm-hmm. thought about that because then I would get the seasons again. Um, but the reality is you do reach a point in your life where you go, I just kind of want to make minor changes in my life. Right. Um, yours is more major because you're going to be on a plane coming back here quite a few times. Yes, yes, I will be. Um, but I will be looking forward to that, mm-hmm. uh, getting mm-hmm. warm. And who knows by next winter if it's going to be a snowbird situation mm-hmm. for me. Could be. But I'm planning to come back for monthly right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in the beginning, and we'll see how that goes. But, you know, people, so my, my business mentors, one set of them had said to me not to do it. and I Not said, to make the change? Not to make the change. And he said, I know, and he's an older gentleman, and he said, many people make changes because their children are having giving them grandbabies. And then your children or your son-in-law will get a job in another part of the world, and then you're stuck there in a place where you moved. And I said, I am not a tree. (laughs) (laughs) You can transplant. (laughs) I can live anywhere. Uh And there's no one saying that this is my final destination. It's the next step. 
Exactly, exactly. And sad? if we and it's look, exciting. It can be, yeah. I, and I think you have to look at it that way. I, you and I have done um, lifelines. Yeah. And so if everybody can kind of visualize a birth and something that will be the end of your life, and I'm not going to call it a death because I think of it as a transition. Right. Um, but, you know, there's going to come a time when you won't be on the earth plane any longer, but it doesn't mean that you're not here right. in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So where you are on that journey mm-hmm. is where you are. And it doesn't mean that you can't detour to the left or the right or take mm-hmm. a totally different, you know, road um, that maybe you didn't like the trajectory of your life. Right. And so you go, you know what? I can't start over, but I don't have to stay where I am. And you're right. You're not a tree. Right. So you can be transplanted to a parallel road. Right. And that parallel road has many other options open to it than the road you're on. Absolutely. Right. Because we, and we can look at this in any aspect of life, with our mm-hmm. career, with our home life. Uh, friends, we may have friends we thought we'd want, but they're not really fitting the bill, right? Well, you and change, so, and maybe they didn't change. Yes, and how or you many, see and, through a new lens, yeah. and you see this isn't really what I would expect from a friendship, right. or a job, or a career. And, right. You know, if you, something, I was thinking yeah. you and I were talking before we started recording, and um, you had had a number of uh, medical tests and, and things done mm-hmm. recently. But, I mean, that's just part of the checkup because people do age and you develop different kinds of issues. But I do think it's so funny because how many individuals, and you commented on this, that we're around seniors, Mm -hmm. because a lot of seniors have moved here, that don't want to change. You know, so their focus is still in the past Mm -hmm. with jobs and careers, remember when, or their focus is on the early bird special yes. and where they're going to go eat or their focus <laughs> yeah. is on their most recently diagnosed ailment oh, yes. or a friend's yes. ailment mm-hmm. instead of looking at life and saying, wow, what's around the next corner? What yeah. new experience is in my future? Exactly. And you've got a lot of new experiences. Yes, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we, we want to stay engaged with life and excited about life. Mm-hmm. And the more we focus on the positive, the more positive we see. Right. The more we focus on the negative, we don't even see the positive. We don't see the beautiful sunset and the beautiful reds at the end of the day, or orange or pink, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or even in the morning, seeing the sunrise. We wake up, we have the same ailment. Oh, it still hurts. What am I going to do today? You know, how am I going to get around? Right. And suddenly, you know, your life is absorbed in pain and your pain points, and you forgot about how good it feels to have these nice beautiful sheets in your bed that you can just sink right into that's a simple gratitude moment yes yes um so yeah so i i like to focus on what is the you know i can't see myself being cold no it's going to happen but there's going to be so many other better things waiting for us so you have to like take a swan dive well, and that's obviously what you're going to do. Um, yeah. Well, you when, yourself as well. Right. I don't get to go back to such a cold climate, although I was in Wisconsin the end of August and the first part of September, and it was absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the people there. You know, I love just, I mean, they're, they're so invested in the environment and in nature for the most part. Um, but I'm just thinking that you can take off just so many clothes. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to put on layers. 
Yeah, and when I think you... style might be out the window on the third layer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I remember some, actually, some jackets and coats that I had mm-hmm. that I loved um, mm-hmm. that were really special. So I wouldn't well, I mind had... having them. <laughs> yes, I was going to say I had some very lovely things as well when I lived in New York. And I moved to Florida thinking I'll never need them need again. Need them again. Now, I actually kept some of mine. So, oh, um, I know. I maybe was, I should donate them to you. <laughs> maybe. I was so, I was so um, sure this was it. This mm-hmm. was the final destination. Never say never. Yeah, but you know, a lot of things that happened recently with the COVID, uh, the isolation of not being mm-hmm. able to travel mm-hmm. uh, to see my children, realizing, like, what is my priority? Right, I can right. work anywhere. My business is fully online. Yep. Um, and so... I think that's yeah. what COVID did teach a great many people. Yeah, is the mindset of you have to go to an office mm-hmm. left. It's gone. It's true. That cold and sick. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so many people now are shifting. Where do they want to live in the world? Mm-hmm. People are living in in the islands now mm-hmm. because they can work anywhere because they're all remote. Right. And so think about the wonderful opportunities that you can have living on a tropical island. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, honestly, I, I guess I really didn't think this was going to be my last stop. I really thought that my five-year plan would include being 100% remote and thinking about living on Bali for a year and living in Tahiti for a year and just being able to travel all over the world and working, you know, wherever you are and getting to see the world. And so, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Um, um, you may change your mind with this grandchild. It, it's going to be fine. Well, that's true. That um, is true. Being away for a whole year on an island when they're not going to be joining yeah. you. Well, but you could, you know, choose. I I actually have a couple of people that I know that um, may do this, and um, you know they are looking at a part of the United States, for instance, like the Carolinas mm-hmm. or Tennessee or Kentucky. You know, it's a little more inland, mm-hmm. but getting almost like a, a farm compound mm-hmm. where everybody would live fairly close to one another. Yeah. And my cousin, for years, he died a few years ago, but um, he was a um, bank president down in the Wall Street area of New York City. And he would commute in from Long Island. Mm-hmm. But as homes became available in and around him, he would buy the house and put one of his kids in it. They, you know, they oh, made I the think payments. that's a great idea. But to be honest with you, I first I tried to talk all of my children to come down here, mm-hmm. and then we would navigate that. And now, um, and and I even started talking about it at one point where we could have a family compound, mm-hmm. and you know we can all. So my daughter has a farm. She's got many acres on the on this farm. Yeah, you could all build houses there. So that's what I thought. I thought that would be a great idea. My New York daughter has no indication of moving there, even though I've begged. I've, I've lowered myself to that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so she's not there yet. But And it's too soon. They're still newlyweds. You know, they've been married a year in August. Now, with the coming baby, mm-hmm. um, they'll... Uh, you know, need some time to just nest and have that time to themselves. And even just being able to, like I said to my daughter, uh, I will take the baby for the weekends and you can have a couple times. There you <laughs> so go. they can still have that opportunity. But I think at some point down the road, we have talked about building on the property and 
And who knows, you know, that could be a thing also. It very well could be. And could at least be. then there's no, you know, big commute. And again, you can work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of getting that other daughter to relocate. <laughs> just, you know, in the middle of the country, towards the northern border. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, you, you can't give up on anybody. You can say never say never. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. exactly. So we don't know where life is going to bring us. We think we have a destination in mind, and we aim for it. And then, like you said, you can take a beautiful side trip, mm-hmm. but you still know where you're going to end up at some point. You know, if you have a sense of who you are and maybe what your particular purpose is, because we all have mm-hmm. different purposes, um, so if you have those two things kind of in mind, mm-hmm. then how and the where and the when doesn't become so critical. You know, you just know right. that you're going to end up where you're supposed to end up. Right. And so if the destination turns out to be something different, mm-hmm. then it's okay because you'll make the best of it. And that's what change is all about. Um, you and I have also talked about resiliency. Yeah. And I think the fact that healthier people mm-hmm tend to find a way to be resilient. So it's not right. the end of the world when the job mm-hmm. falls through or you get a diagnosis or you know you have to move or something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's not the end of the world. You'll find a way. Right. And even thinking like resiliency, if you are in a healthier state mm-hmm. of physical well-being and emotional well-being, you're automatically resilient. Exactly. Right? You have built yourself up so that your body can handle whatever life throws you Mm -hmm. and if your mind is positive and focused you know for positive outcomes then these things won't seem so overwhelming right right i I do think um as i was looking at relocating a couple months ago before i found where i'm actually going to land it was definitely more um, anxiety producing Mm -hmm. because for me I couldn't just sit back and go, it will absolutely appear on its own. <laughs> I kind of knew that wouldn't happen, but I figured if I would network that the right person, the right place would appear, and that's exactly how it right. did happen. So I don't know. Did I create that because that was my belief that I needed to network first mm-hmm. in order for that to take place? Well, Maybe. yeah, it could be that. I mean, there's so many things like we can look into mm-hmm. as what would be the cause and effect. But I had the same experience looking for my offices here, mm-hmm. wherever I needed an office, and whenever it was time to move, mm-hmm. somebody always gave me the next breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. And I'm, really, the breadcrumb was the place that I ended up. Mm-hmm. I just put it out there to the universe and um, mentioned something to a friend, and she said, with the first place, I don't know anybody who would have, and then a week later, oh, guess what? Uh, this person's going to call you to see if you'd be a good fit, which they did, and then outgrowing that space, moving on to the next space. Uh, I mentioned it to, actually, another one of your guests, my friend Arthur. Oh, sure. And Arthur was instrumental in um, connecting me with the current location. And so it was just a matter of like that. So the thought I had, it was time to move, had the conversation, got the new place, and within a month... It was all done. Hmm. So, you know, like when something is going to be meant to happen, it will. It's not a struggle. No, no. right. I, <clears throat> I think that is totally, totally true. And in my particular case, it was 
meeting with a, a realtor at a development mm-hmm. and that wasn't going to work out because they weren't going into the second phase for nine or ten months and mm-hmm. I didn't have that kind of time. But it so happened that her dad was actually building a home there mm-hmm. and um, so I will rent from him right. uh, initially as I figure out whether this, it's a 55 plus community so mm-hmm. I figure out whether this is a good fit for me. So right. it's kind of win-win for him, and it's definitely win-win for me. Right. But you see, that wasn't networking. No. That wasn't a networking thing. It was your realtor. It was the realtor, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah but, so I mean, it's it was, still magic. Mm-hmm. It's still magic. Exactly. So, exactly. But you, it's designed that way, even mm-hmm. though you know we have thoughts about what should and shouldn't happen, mm-hmm. and so that's where we get stuck in our mm-hmm. should and shouldn'ts. Mm-hmm. But it, when it does happen, it's like, oh, well, that was such a miracle. It was so easy, right? When we get out of our head and let ourselves flow, flow right. with life right. and what life brings, you could have said no to the realtor, sure. right? I might not have even gone. I might have chosen to, you know, like go, well, that's not the location I want or something and, yeah, and but not you were, have met with her. Right, so you were open for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to remain open for opportunity. Right, exactly. So... Yeah, even if we don't feel that way in that moment. (laughs) That's probably very true. Yeah. It's just, um, it's really fascinating how when you get into the flow, and I'll use the word you use, but Mm -hmm. when you get into that energetic flow, I always picture, you know, like our guides or Mm -hmm. our guardian angels or whoever you want to call them, I always picture them kind of being right beside us waiting Mm-hmm. For us to say, hey, gee, I, I could use a sign, I could use a nudge, kind of give mm-hmm. me a direction. But until we ask that, until we actually say, I'm open to being in the flow, if we're yeah. constantly needing to navigate it ourselves, mm-hmm. even though we don't know how to get there, right? then mm-hmm. we're going to be bumping into the shores all the way along. But if you're in the flow, then your guides can kind of gently say, look over here. Right. Look in this direction, and you will see your answer. Right. Yeah, it's it's true. Just flowing with life. When we're mm-hmm. in our head, when we're in our head, we mm-hmm. are blocking out all other opportunities. Yeah. We cannot, if we can't think of it, mm-hmm. right? If we're if our mind is so clogged up with thoughts mm-hmm. and debris, really, mental debris, mm-hmm. right? Mental mm-hmm. clutter. Mm-hmm. Think of it like that. Mental clutter. So if we have so much mental clutter in there, that divine answer can't find its way in no right because your mind is so active it's in the quietness of the mind and in meditation or just being Mm -hmm. still that the greatest idea ever could happen right right i totally believe that yeah that's that's kind of you know learning that technique quieting the mind well you will be coming back so i know Mm -hmm. that uh, we're doing another show together in uh, mid-February. Yes. And um, I, my guest bedroom is open to you. Oh, thank you. I and who knows, that. I might end up uh, in your guest bedroom in Minnesota. Well, you are more than welcome to come on up. Yes. <laughs> I, I will choose my time of the year, though. It might be fall yeah. or it might be spring or summer. Yes. You know, yeah. they, it's nice up there right. a good portion of the time. You will have chilly weather for about four months if you're lucky, mm-hmm. um, possibly five or five and a half if it just is a long winter, but right. it is a beautiful part of the world, and go see the eagles, they're all around. Oh, they're all around. I, not only did I hear 10,000 lakes, mm-hmm. 
But I hear uh, unofficially that their state bird is the mosquito. <laughs> um, well, they rival Wisconsin for that. Oh, okay. Wisconsin has also made that, that comment. In fact, when we moved to the Green Bay area, uh-huh. okay, we found out that um, it was the land of the five Bs, as in boys. Oh, okay. And it was for bowling, brats, bingo, brandy, and beer. Wow. <laughs> so, you might have something similar in Minnesota. Yes, well, we will continue to explore these conversations yeah absolutely and, and see what comes up and um and we can always cross the border from um minnesota to wisconsin that's true right and that's we can true. get a little bit of the five b's and the ten thousand lakes all in one day all in one day <laughs> yeah definitely. it doesn't get better than that no no it doesn't well, Patricia, tell everybody how they can find you as our show comes to an end. Yes, my pleasure. Thank you, Lucy. Um, you can find me online at www.jewelshypnosis.com. I'm located at 2445 Tampa Road, Suite J in Palm Harbor. Um, so that is my new location. And also by phone at 631 942 0506 mm-hmm. and thank you so much it's always a pleasure being here with you wow oh, i do appreciate it thank you i um uh, it's it's fun having you as a friend and as a guest yes so i feel the same yeah we will definitely stay in touch yes and everybody out there please go and make this your very best life i know you're capable of doing it and connect those dots between the intellectual the spiritual the emotional and definitely the physical Go visit uh, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com and check in with Boomers Forever Young to make sure that your life has a good physical foundation. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.